everybody and welcome back to Thriving Theory. My name is Jody. I'm Catherine. Catherine, how are you thriving this week? I'm doing pretty good. That's oh, awesome. As you can tell, I sound a little a little nasally mm-hmm. because it's winter. You That's actually, why. You actually don't, but I do know that you're a little bit yeah. under the weather. I'm, uh, I've got my Kleenexes right here mm-hmm. and I've been sleeping with my box of Kleenexes so that they're easy access first thing in the morning. Yeah, yeah. It's been it's been a time. So how are you thriving this week? Um, pretty good. Um, wow, the weather is intense. It's freezing cold, and I think you and Marshmallow are not happy. Oh my word! So if anybody doesn't know, Marshmallow is my car, and um, I love him, but he's very old, and his um heater went out as well as his AC, but his heater is probably the most important thing in a time like this, in a time that we are living in right now. I woke up this morning and it was 29 degrees. Oh my gosh. This is not why we live in Texas. And I was like, I walked out of my room and I was like, hey dad, how cold is it today? I think I'm going to wear my sandals. He's like, um, it's 29 degrees, Jody. I think you're like, insane. I mean, I'm here with six layers on. I'm yeah. refusing to take off my scarf. I've got the thickest leggings I own. I, I mean, like, I am, I hate being cold, but I just, I don't know. I hate dressing for winter for some reason. I just, I hate it. Is I, that I don't too many clothes why. touching you or something? Like, it I feels don't cumbersome? Know. Like, I hate tights. I think they're so annoying. I don't know. I think I don't know. I don't know. I I don't like being cold, but I mean I don't like dressing for winter. I just I just don't like oh, it. Wow. I do have a pair of socks in my pocket that I just found. So that's good. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> I felt like a magician right then. That's okay. I was carrying <laughs> socks in my purse earlier, so it's fine. <laughs> I didn't realize they were in my pocket. That's so funny. But so this morning I woke up and I was like how cold is it outside? And he was like 29 degrees and I looked out at my car and he was covered in ice as, you know, every other car is. But the problem is my car came can't defrost yeah because he doesn't have any heat (laughs) and so I was driving here I texted Catherine and I was like Catherine I'm so sorry I'm trying to get there but my car won't defrost I can't see out the window there's ice everywhere like you know we pour water on it but the ice just comes back because it's 29 degrees Uh and so like I'm driving here and I'm like praying I'm like Jesus just just get me to the church just get me to the church when you text me and you're like okay I'm driving pray that I can see I'm like what (laughs) what I mean and I had to I had to roll down my windows because my windows were covered in ice and I couldn't see out the side of him. Well, that also helps with defrosting too. I yeah, hate to tell you. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, it does. But but it was the same temperature in the car as it was outside, so the ice wasn't melting. Wow. Yeah. That was rough. Rough yeah. morning. But yeah, it's freezing in Texas. Don't come here ever. It's broken. <laughs> something is wrong with Texas. <laughs> something is wrong. It's terribly, terribly I'm, wrong. I'm good with it. I love winter. It's my oh, favorite season. I hate it. I loved waking up this morning and seeing frost all over the roofs. I mean, like, the, it's, it's the pretty. grass is frosty. Like, that's Texas snow right there is when the grass gets frosty. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ooh, everything is white. It's a winter wonderland. <gasps> Speaking... No, our grass is just dead now. <laughs> yeah, right. Speaking of snow, yesterday, a couple little flurries landed on my car. Are you serious? Yeah. When? Um, It was like, I was in, like, 15 miles south of here and it was 10 in the morning ish wow yeah i didn't realize it was so cold yesterday yeah a couple little flurries and so like one of the houston weather guys said Mm -hmm. on his facebook so there's melted snow 
falling all over Houston, <laughs> but we call it rain for short. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it does snow here, just not really. Yeah. Um, today we're talking about money again. This is our part two of our two-part series yes. on money. I don't know. We might make it a three-part series. I have no idea. Who knows? We, we might. We really like talking about our finances and what we do with our money and what we've learned. Um, so in this episode, we're going to be talking about taxes, investments, and uh, saving for the future and our personal financial goals. I love it. So I have a little bit of follow-up from our last episode. Uh, I realized that while we were talking about borrowing, there was one part of borrowing that I don't think that we mentioned, Mm -hmm. and that was credit cards. Yeah. And a lot of people, I don't think, think of that as borrowing or as a loan, but Mm -hmm. in essence it is. Right. Because... It's something that you have to pay back. It's something you have to pay back. You're spending money on credit that you are going to pay back later. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what are your feelings about credit cards? Um, I think in moderation they can be really helpful to you, but I think they're also very dangerous. I think you, I think a lot of people can get carried away. I mean, credit card debt is a huge deal. Yeah, that and it's like for our generation, it is just increasing and increasing. You know, I what what generation are you? You know, I tried to look that up one time, and it's just so hard to tell because different people say the generations start at different times. Yeah, but I feel like you're millennial. I'm like at the edge of millennial. Pretty much. Okay. Like as early millennial as you can get. So you might be Gen X. Yeah. yeah. Like at the tail end of that. So the millennial generation, I, th- I feel like millennial and, and Gen Z, I'm Gen Z. Mm-hmm. I feel like we don't struggle with credit card debt as much. Yeah. I don't know what the statistics on that are. I'll have to look that I up. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm probably just lying through my teeth right now, but I don't know. I feel like, because I haven't thought, I haven't heard about it. Like, so, like, on YouTube, what I what I watch on YouTube, I'm a grandmother, oh my gosh, what I watch on YouTube is YouTubers talking about, like, their financial journey, like, paying off debt, paying off student debt, credit card debt, and, of course, like, the people who are talking about this have built up debt, so they're older, and I guess I probably don't see it as much because millennials and gen xers or sorry gen gen zers are still really young and they haven't built up that debt yet right yeah so okay. i mean you're probably it probably is a huge deal i think it is and then deal. i just found an article that says members of generation z already owe an average of <gasps> oh, no. four thousand three hundred and forty three dollars each are you oh because of school yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah but these are for really young ones these are for like under 21 so oh. you're like a little bit past that. Do you know how much of that is credit card debt? Um, let's see. Oh, millennials. So age 21 to 25. So yeah, according to this, I'm not a millennial. But according to other websites, I'm like at the very at the beginning of the millennials. Uh, they owe a whopping 1100 I'm sorry, $11,000. Over $11,000 on average for each. Oof. That includes student loans. I can't handle that. Debt so, is so scary. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I probably haven't if, heard about it because we're too young right now. Yeah. yeah. It hasn't had time to, to, build, to build up, up. and then yeah. also for the research <laughs> to be done. So, oh, it's crazy. I can't even imagine owing that much money. Like, owing $11,000. That just hurts. Oh, okay. My, my dad's first year of having to pay taxes, he owned his own company. 
Yeah. He had his own business with his friend and it was it was a it was a good business, but he had to pay like eleven thousand dollars yeah. in taxes. It's a lot. And he was like, Never again will I do this. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I mean, it's probably small compared to a lot of other people. Yeah. But I mean, money is money to me. Like Right. And I wanna have it and not owe it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I think credit cards can be good if you're using them to like build up your credit and right. you're paying it off right away. But I feel like they can be really, really dangerous. Yeah. I th- I think that you should treat a credit card as if it's your debit card mm-hmm. and don't spend money that you don't have. Sure. So yeah. like use it to buy necessities. A lot of people say that if you want to build credit, mm-hmm. just get a credit card that you're going to use on gas. Yeah. And so you pay for your gas and then every month you pay off your gas with your debit card account. Uh-huh. So I, and I like that idea. Um, or I think like a store credit card is okay if mm-hmm. you know you're going to go to that store a lot and mm-hmm. you're not using it to just go on a shopping spree. You use it to just pay off something. Mm-hmm. Don't spend money you don't have. I think I think that's fine if you feel mm-hmm. like you need to build credit. Mm-hmm. I personally do not have credit yeah. at all. Like I don't exist. Mm-hmm. I'm not on the radar. Mm-hmm. Like I've tried to use, I've tried to apply for store credit cards before mm-hmm. and it won't even let me because... I don't exist. I would have to go through my bank to start up a credit card. Oh. Yeah. And I even tried to do Credit Karma once just to like, you know, check and make sure that nobody stole my identity or anything like that. Yeah. And I can't even sign up for Credit Karma because I literally don't exist. I have no identity to steal. That's so. I feel like that's kind of nice though. It is kind of nice. Don't worry yeah, about I don't. Anything. I don't want to give that up, honestly. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, I know yeah. I need to build credit at some point, mm-hmm. but as long as possible, I'm just gonna keep living like this under yeah. the radar. Because you're gonna wanna. I mean, but you got a car. I have a car. Every car I've paid cash for, or somebody in my family has, and I'm gonna pay them back. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. and I'm sure at one point you're gonna get. A, you're probably gonna get your own house. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. So you you have to have credit for that. But I mean, how cool would it be if you could pay cash for a house? That would be amazing. But how I don't cool think anybody that? could do that. And I think we talked I, about I, I that like a little bit. I feel like you could do it, Catherine. I feel like you could do it. I don't think so. I, I think that would be so cool. I don't know so anybody cool. who could do that. Oh my gosh. I'm going to do it. I decided I'm, right now I'm going to do it. Oh my goodness. Anyway, but that's confident. another kind of borrowing that I think is, is fine is a mortgage. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. very, very, very few people can oh, just sure. throw down cash for a house. Yeah. So unless you have some other assets that you've sold, you really can't do that. Mm-hmm. So, so that was a little follow up. I just realized we hadn't talked about credit cards much oh, yeah. or credit scores. That was really good. So we were talking about taxes a second ago. Taxes are something else. Let me tell you. Yeah. My first year of paying taxes, um, it wasn't bad because I worked like two days a week and for very little money. And um, for me, at my job, I don't get taxes taken out, so I have to budget every week that I get a paycheck and put money aside for paying my taxes in April. And so your employer will give you a 1099? Yes, yes. And um, I have three employers this year giving me a 1099. Oh, wow. So it's um, a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's a lot to keep up with. It's a lot to keep up with. Um, I've had to learn a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not been easy at all. Um, I had to be very proactive with my savings for my taxes every single week. 
And I think having to pay taxes at least once, like not like you having to pay your taxes, mm-hmm. not having them taken out, is really good at maturing your financial brain. Yeah. I think it's really important to just be like, I don't know, I think it's really important to be on the manual manual side of taxes and like understand like this amount of money is is not something that you can spend. Right. Is not something that right. is yours. And being able to plan for a future event. Like, I mean, humans, we just want to go, oh, that's later. Mm -hmm. I don't have to worry about that right now. So I can just go ahead and spend all of my paycheck. Yeah. You know, it was was a rude awakening. So the second year I paid my taxes, it was, I, I was like hit like big time. So like I my even my dad didn't even think about this. Like we were just not even thinking about it. But the um after the first year of me having to pay my taxes, I started working four days a week mm-hmm. and I got two other jobs. So I made wow. I made a significant amount of money that year significantly more than the first year I paid taxes and we didn't even think about it and my taxes were triple the first the, uh. than the first time I, I paid them and so it got to the point where I was sitting on the computer and I was like getting it all together and my number came up of what I had to pay and I was no. like I like burst into tears I was like no way like this is like it was awful. So, so that's a lesson you'll never forget. Oh yes, <laughs> it, I will never forget that wow. ever, ever, ever. It was it was really hard, and I had to go into a payment plan for nine months. Wow, because it was that much money, and um, I think it, I think it really, I think it really just matured me really, really fast. Like I had something else to worry about. Like I had something that I, I had a debt that I had to pay every right. single month. Right, and um. I don't know. I it was it was awful, and I hope I never have to like go through that again. I want to be prepared every single time, but yeah. I'm I'm glad that I had to go through that. It was a hard lesson. Yeah. Um. But also, I'm very thankful that I was able to pay every month. That's good. Like that's that's that. It was really it was really difficult. Yeah. Instead of pay it all now or else. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, I'm glad that I had to had to do that because I learned a lot for sure. That's Taxes good. are difficult. They are difficult. Okay, so the first time that I had a job where taxes were not withheld for me was Mm -hmm. a few years ago. And that year, I worked a retail job Mm -hmm. where, you know, it was a big corporation, so they do withhold your taxes. Mm -hmm. And the same year, I was a contractor to the company that I work for now. Mm -hmm. We weren't formal employees yet. We were just all contractors. So I had a W-2 and a 1099 the same year. And that was like, when I knew that was coming, like it instantly freaked me out just a little bit because I was like, I have to actually pay my taxes. I have to keep up with my finances. Mm -hmm. And that's Mm -hmm. when I started really logging all of my spending, like everything that I did. Mm -hmm. And I was... I let my company do this for me now, but I was keeping track of every single paycheck in a spreadsheet mm-hmm. and like estimating how much my taxes were going to be for each one. Right. And yeah, I had like this. So you were ready. Like you were prepared. Yeah, I was prepared because I was terrified yeah. of mm-hmm. like, I have to keep up with this myself. Mm-hmm. And when I file my taxes, I have to do it exactly right. Or like somebody's going to come after me. I don't know. So like it's, and it's actually not as bad as you think. If anybody, any of our listeners are terrified of doing their taxes, it's Mm -hmm. really not too bad. It isn't. It's It's, it's not at all. It's fairly easy. And a lot of the tax websites, they just walk you through it. They do. They're really good. I use 
TurboTax for a long time, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I really loved it. Um, I've switched to FreeTax USA because the year that I had to do a W-2 and a 1099 the same year, mm-hmm. TurboTax was going to charge a fee oh, okay. because it was like more processing for them, but mm-hmm. FreeTax USA didn't charge, so okay. I switched to them. And they're really good, too. They walk yeah. you through it the same way as TurboTax. Yeah. What do you use? Um, We use TurboTax. It's really um, good. Well, I use TurboTax. My parents don't oh. use anything because... <laughs> They're they, just super awesome they're like that. Just, yeah, they just don't. <laughs> um, they pay their taxes. Oh, gosh. Everybody, they pay their taxes. That was not good. That's not what I mean. <laughs> they pay their taxes. <laughs> Government, if you're listening. Okay. Um, yeah, I use, but I mean, their companies take care of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, cool. Um, cool. They don't really have to worry about anything. Um, but yeah, I use TurboTax, and it's really nice. They work. They walk you through everything, and they yeah. kind of explain I don't know. They just they just have all the answers to every question. Yeah. It's nice. Here's the thing about uh, the difference between a W-2 and a 1099. So mm, W-2, I was going to ask what the difference was. W-2 yeah. is what your your business gives you, your employer gives you at the end of the year, or it's actually the beginning of the following year. Mm-hmm. And that's what you use to file your taxes. And that shows you all the taxes that they have withheld for you. Okay. And a 1099, your employer will give you that to file your taxes. And I think it just tells you the total amount they've paid you. Right. But they yeah. have not withheld any taxes. Exactly. And the thing is, if you file a 1099, you pay taxes period Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. pretty much I think there's a very low threshold like if it's like $200 or something Mm -hmm. like they don't really care too much but yeah if it's if it's a significant amount you have to pay taxes Mm -hmm. now a w-2 if you are under a certain annual income threshold and I I don't remember the number it's like 30,000 I think it's lower than that it used to be like 28 is what I have in my head I don't know if it's still that 28,000 in a year, mm-hmm. then you get all of your taxes returned to you. I've actually never made enough money to where oh I word. don't get my taxes returned to me. I have heard. Or at least some of it. I've which heard is, magical fairy tales of people getting money back. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah. It's really nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and we had a day. We had to talk about how you tithe for that. There's a little, little trick to that. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if I mentioned this on our last podcast talking about tithing. But you did, but I think it'd be good to yeah to say it again with this. With if you have been tithing on your net income, that is how much money goes into your bank account. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, gross income is how much money you are owed by your company for your work, mm-hmm. but they withhold taxes from that. Yeah. So gross is the total, net is after taxes are taken out. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. should be paying your tithes on your gross, on right. the total income. Even, even if you don't get that tax money. Yeah, even if you're not getting it back. Now, if you've been paying on the net all the time, one thing you can do is look at your year-to-date um, taxes withheld on your next mm-hmm. pay stub and mm-hmm. pay a tithe on that and then you'll be caught up. Mm-hmm. Or if you don't want to do that, you wait until you get your tax return right? or you, you know how much taxes you're that. paying in and you pay a tithe on that. Yeah. So, but if you get your tax return and you've been paying on the gross, mm-hmm. you actually don't owe taxes on your tax return. I'm sorry. I said that wrong. You right. don't owe yeah, tithes yeah. Yeah, yeah, on your yeah, tax yeah, return. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's um confusing but it's good to know. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. You don't want to And you and I don't want to get up to heaven and and Jesus is like, "Hey, Jody, do you remember that one time that you didn't pay taxes I on know. your gross?" It's like it's <laughs> you're right, but it's like that scripture, "You have you have robbed me." Oh, and what if yeah. you robbed yeah, me? Like yeah. it's in your tithes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So another part of taxes that is a thing right now mm-hmm. 
is Obamacare fees. Do you ever have to pay the fee? Mm-mm, mm-mm. You don't? Oh, okay. I don't think so. I think I think that think also need- depends on your income. Yeah. Uh, but I had to pay a fee last year for the first time. Oh, because Obamacare is for everybody. Yeah. If it's- Well, if you're uninsured and you can't prove that you've had any insurance for any point in the year, then you're charged a fee. It's like illegal to not have insurance or something. I don't get it. What? Yeah. Oh. I thought you had to pay for insurance and like get your own. And if you don't have insurance, it's to pay be for careful. Obamacare. That fee that I that you have to pay if you don't have insurance mm-hmm. is to pay for Obamacare so other people can have insurance. <laughs> That's pretty much fair. what it's for. I know it's ridiculous. What is so that called? I That's haven't a... had insurance in years. What kind of government is that? Socialism. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Interesting. Now, I've I've heard that they're working on getting rid of Obamacare because mm-hmm. uh, it was not the success that they hoped it was going to be. Yeah. So I don't know how that's going, but the fees go up every single year. Interesting. That was like part of the act when it was passed, mm-hmm. and every year it's more and more money, no matter oh. what you make. What? Well, yeah. Lovely. And and you're not using Obamacare. No, I'm not. I'm not insured. That's why I'm paying a fee for not having insurance. Oh, yeah. well, that is not fair. It's like it's like paying for a speeding ticket. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so that's a thing. Yeah. That, yeah. So it's, it's worked out for me, though, because usually I get a return. Um, yeah, yeah. And so it's they nice. just, it's like a they little just, gift. It's a little gift, but they take yeah. it out of that. So mm-hmm, that way it doesn't mm-hmm. hurt so much. But um, I think this year I'm going to have to actually pay in. Okay. Wow. So that's not going to be fun. Man, taxes really taxes. get you. They do. They do. Yeah. But, but they're really easy. And if it's mm-hmm. your first time filing your own taxes, just have somebody mm-hmm. who's done it before walk you through it the first time. Yeah. And after that, you'll get it. Like the last couple of times I did it, even when I did it with two things, with a 1099 yeah. and a W-2 at the same mm-hmm. time, it took me about 30 minutes. Yeah. It's not hard. It's really fast. Yeah. Um, my dream is to, um, whenever I grow up, which I know that I'm an adult right now, but whenever I grow up, grow up. <laughs> I want my own accountant. Oh, that'd be nice. Isn't that I don't nice? think I'm ever gonna grow up. Grow up though. <laughs> I mean, I like I. I don't know. I enjoy handling my own money, but I mean, it'd be nice to have an accountant. An accountant would be nice. Yeah. I don't know because that I... means I'm making enough money to pay my accountant. <laughs> So that's pretty nice. I'm too much of a control freak. Like, I think I don't want somebody else touching my money. I'm like, no, yeah. no, no, I'm going to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, you this. have it the exact way you want it. Yeah. Um. But so lately, I've been really interested in learning about investing. Oh. Yeah. So um, I've, I've just, like, really wanted my cousin. Okay, so my cousin is, like, really cool. At, like, 21, he bought his first mobile home. Okay. So he brought he brought one mobile home, rented it out, wow. and then he got to the point where he could buy a whole mobile home park. Oh my goodness. At like I don't know. So he owns this mobile home park because he first bought he first invested in in a single mobile home and started renting it out. Wow. Like he's this landlord pretty much for these mobile homes Wow! and like so that's his investment he's like he's putting money into his neighborhood of mobile homes right and he started at like 21 and he's like successful and like really cool and he was just like you know it's not as hard as it as people make it seem investing Mm -hmm. you know and so I've been really interested in in and investing and um I want to start investing in real estate um a couple stocks 
and um, a couple um, interest bank accounts. Okay. Um, but the thing is, I don't know enough about investing yet yeah. to feel comfortable doing it. I know, like, nothing about investing, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, and, um, and like, I, I don't, like, why? Like, why don't we know more about investing? Like, that's what, that's what is, like, boggling my mind. Like, so yeah. many people do it. A lot of people do it. It's not really talked about, because um, I guess it's, just, like, bad I don't, yeah. to talk about. I don't Which know. I don't think it is. Now, I think there are certain kinds of investing and certain lifestyles that are probably right. not good, that are right. really just... Mm-hmm. gambling pretty yes, much yes so mm-hmm. if you're doing high-risk investments and you're living off of mm-hmm. um I don't know what they call that but like the fact that you have stocks mm-hmm. if you're living off the fact that you have stocks and mm-hmm. right now the stock market is good yeah then if everything crashes you lose everything and right. you can no longer live maintain the same lifestyle mm-hmm. then that's that's not right. That's not right. That's yeah. that's basically living on borrowed money or money that you don't have yeah yeah so yeah. yeah, and that is that's not that's not okay. Yeah, I don't think that's um, okay. But like living within your means plus having something right. on the side that you're using mm-hmm. for investments, I think mm-hmm. that's fine. Mm-hmm. But I don't um, I don't I know anything about called, how to do it's, it. It's called low risk investments, but for like a long time. Yeah. I forget what it's called. I don't think it's long haul investing. I don't think that's what it is. I don't think that's it either. Um, I forget. But yeah, so I've just been really interested in investing lately. If anybody is listening and they know something about, you know, making smart investments and decisions and you could give us some tips and stuff, I'm going to start really looking into it, learning more about it, and hopefully I can come back on here and, and tell you all what I've learned. But that's what I'm interested in at the moment, investing. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You have to have some capital to invest first. So I guess yeah. save it up. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to – so our our next topic is saving for the future. Right, exactly. And uh, I have lots of savings accounts. <laughs> and one of them right now is investments. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, no, wait. Explain your savings account situation though. Like, okay. do you have an actual savings account with a bank? No, 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 no. no oh, no, no, I don't. okay. So I don't. Um, I would love to have one one day, but the thing is the bank doesn't let you put them in um, categories. Oh, that's what spreadsheets are for. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I just, I can't, I, I, for some reason need to see the money specifically in one category, like in each, like, yeah, I just, the thought of having all of my money together in one account and it not being separated freaks me out. Really? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. my goodness. Oh, it's man. like you don't want your food to touch. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I, I can't handle it for some reason. Um, so I do the cash envelope system, but which, which is a, which is a Dave Ramsey um, yes. system. Yes. Um, love Dave Ramsey. Love you, Dave. <laughs> um, I do the cash envelope system, but I do it in reverse. So a lot of people use the cash envelope system to um, save up to spend. Right. So they it's have their like, budget. Right. So much. they have like groceries, gas, mm-hmm. uh, Christmas presents, and like they spend that money. Right. And their savings is in, is in a savings account in a bank. Mm-hmm. So what I do is my savings accounts are the cash envelope system. So instead of like putting money in a savings account and not touching it, I cash my checks and put a certain amount in my cash envelope savings accounts. Okay. Um, okay. So what kind of categories do you have? 
so I have um, a lot of categories. <laughs> um, so my my most important ones are general savings. Okay. Okay. And so that is like for everything. And then my taxes, then my emergency fund, and then my car. So those are the four that I really, I, I put the most money in every week. And then I have dogs, future living, higher education, investments. Wow. And um, Harvest of Generosity, which is my pledge to the church. Awesome. Oh, um, my goodness. That's a lot of categories. It's a lot of categories. I have like three right now. I've had four, mm-hmm. and that's my most. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I, I love this so much because, like, so everything is very, very specific. I have, like, a description on each envelope of what this money is supposed to be used for, and I put a certain amount in it every single week, and it, and it's and I've only been doing it for, like, eight months now. But it's grown significantly, and it's just really rewarding to see it, that. It does. It feels so good watching feels, that number grow up. Yeah, yeah, It feels good, and it's very secure. So do you do it by percentage or by X number of dollars? How, I, do, you, how do you do each one? So I, I've, I tried to do percentage, but it just didn't work out. So, so what I do is I spend my tens, and I save my hundreds. Oh. So if I, like, make $150 one day and I take it to the bank, I'll put $50 in my account to spend. Okay. And I spend that like on gas and food and, and random trips somewhere or, or something that right. I, I'll use my credit card, but then I cash my hundreds. You mean your debit card? <laughs> Just to clarify. Yes, 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 yes. My <laughs> debit card. I don't have a credit card. Um, and then I cash my hundreds and I, and I, I break them up and then I bring them back to my savings account which is savings accounts my envelopes and I stuff my envelopes okay so if I have like $200 I get them broken up into tens okay and so like I will spread out my envelopes and I'll put a 10 on each envelope for the first round and the second round I'll put two tens on my most important envelopes oh so they build up higher than my other ones okay and, like, it changes as, like, my circumstances change. Right. Like, um, there are some times when, like, my dogs have to go to the vet, and so I'll put more in- into that that week. Or I'll, um, I don't know, it just changes. I'm very flexible with it. I'm not so hard on it, but something goes in every single week. Something has to go in, even if it's, like, 15 cents. I mm-hmm. put something in every week because it's just a really good habit that I need to keep up. Yeah. Saving money instead of spending it all the time. Yeah. So that is what works for me. I love to save and I I really, really enjoy it, but it's difficult. It is hard. Because, wow, that that pair of shoes are so cute. I need those (laughs) shoes, you know? Um, And so another, another thing that I... Another rule of of mine is the majority of money that is received unplanned goes to these accounts. Mm -hmm. So, um... If, if somebody randomly gives me $100, wow, thank you, Jesus, first of all, <laughs> pay your tithes on it, and then I put it in my savings cash envelopes. Wow. A lot of people would, you know, spend it on themselves because mm-hmm. it's like, that's extra money, you know, extra money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's great. I think it's really important to to have fun because as I was telling you a little bit ago, the financial journey is a lifelong journey saving and paying off debt and just being comfortable with money it's a lifelong thing you have to deal with it for the for your whole life yeah 
So you can't be in saving mode all the time. You have to have a little bit of fun, a little yeah. bit of like, you know, you you need to you need to buy a pair of shoes just just because every yeah. once in a while. Yeah, you do. I think that's really important. But we can't just like give ourselves excuses continually. Mm. Oh, let me spend this. Oh, maybe I'll just get right, this. And right. maybe I'll just in moderation. Like, yeah, in everything moderation. is balanced. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I do my savings by percentage. Mm-hmm. So I do have a savings account. By the way, most of the time, if you have two bank accounts with a bank, one checking, one is categorized as savings. The savings mm. account is always interest-bearing. Mm. But, like, I get five cents a year, maybe. Oh. <laughs> it's very, very low interest. Yeah. But there are higher interest-bearing mm-hmm. uh, interest accounts. Right. But usually they have, like, a threshold. You have to have a minimum of so many thousand dollars in them. Yeah, a lot of so, money. So, Yeah. That's why I'm like, so what I'm have to have capital to invest. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe one day I'll get there. Uh-huh. That would be really awesome. Mm-hmm. But right now, no. It's like the bare minimum savings account and I get five cents of interest. Yeah. It's fantastic. Five cents that I didn't have before. <laughs> so I do it by percentages. Mm-hmm. Right now I'm doing 20% goes into savings. Mm-hmm. Um, usually it's 15 but... I kind of want to pay back my car. <laughs> okay. So I, I upped it to 20 because I want to try to get that done as quick as possible. Okay. And mm-hmm. so my categories, and I use a spreadsheet to keep up with this, and I have a nice right. little bar graph that shows what's yeah. what. Is... I have a spiral notebook from Kroger here, and she has a beautiful Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah, and it's all, like, I try to make it super minimalist, mm-hmm. too. Like, mm-hmm. I've got nice, neat lines, and yeah. yeah, it looks real pretty. So I have three categories right now. One is emergency, mm-hmm. and what do you, what is your emergency goal? So my emergency fund, I would like to get it to $1,000 and then just keep building it up. My goal is 1000 yeah. It's a Dave Ramsey thing again. Yep. Again, Dave Ramsey Love is Dave. you have to have a thousand dollar emergency fund. And yeah. yeah, that's what I'm doing too. And I have had it and maintained a thousand dollars in my emergency little section right. and never needed it, thank goodness. Yeah. Until I wrecked my car. Oh yeah. And then I had to completely empty out my savings account. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I have to rebuild my emergency fund. Uh my other categories are car maintenance. Mm-hmm. And I have a goal of about five hundred dollars in there because I'm just thinking that's about suddenly I need four new tires. Well, yeah. that's around five hundred ish dollars, you know. So I was thinking that five hundred is a good starting point if something drastic happens with your right. vehicle that you need right. to get fixed right now. Mm-hmm. So, and then I have a general savings, which the goal changes on there depending on circumstances. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I used to have a taxes category mm-hmm. when I knew that I was going to have to pay taxes in because right. I was getting a 1099 and that I would do by percentage mm-hmm. knowing about what percentage 30%. they they would do and there's actually mm-hmm. calculators out there yeah. where you can put in what you think you're going to make for the year mm-hmm. and it'll calculate what your taxes will be and what the percentage will be because mm-hmm. it does fluctuate a little bit yeah depending on the total income for the year mm-hmm. so I just used an estimated percentage and put, I think it was like 13% or something at yeah. one point and put 13% in there and then the other 15% in the rest of my savings account. Yeah. So it's all going into one bank account, but I use a spreadsheet to keep up with what category is what. Yeah. And so do you spend money out of there? Um, Only if I absolutely have to. Yeah. Like if it's an emergency type situation, like mm-hmm. I have to spend this money now. Mm-hmm. I don't have enough in my regular account. Yeah. So. 
And so do you um, use your debit card to pay for stuff or do you use cash? Debit card. I never carry cash. Yeah, I never carry cash either. Um, and I think it's probably a really bad habit. Yeah. I, I had something happen recently though. Um, one of my principles for myself is, okay, no, let me, let me rephrase that. One of my principles that I taught to our hyphen group a couple years ago mm-hmm. is you should have emergency cash on your person. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have not done that. Yeah. I keep meaning to take out a little bit of money and just hide it somewhere in my purse mm-hmm. and this is what I have. And there's so many good reasons to have cash on your person. Like right. you, you never know if your also, card's not going to work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's good. It's weird, but maybe don't even put it in your wallet just in case your wallet gets stolen. Yeah. And you have you have a little bit of money with you. Well, also, I, I mentioned that too when I taught this is um, having cash. Mm-hmm. If you, like, Lord forbid, get mugged mm-hmm. or something, at least you have cash to hand them. Right. And that's right. not all of your money. Yeah. You know, yeah. at least you have something to kind of satisfy them right. so that they don't yeah. harm you or take everything else that you have. Mm-hmm. I always think about if I ever get my stuff stolen, yeah. I'm like, I can call my bank real quick and cancel my card. Exactly. That's e- easy fix, but exactly. I would be so sad if I lost my purse because I love my purse so much. <laughs> yeah, I'd be more sad like, for my purse than my cards. <laughs> what I think about is if my purse gets stolen, like I'm going to miss my purse. But like, I also don't remember what all was in my purse. So I oh. might not remember what was stolen. And so that is that that's, that's what worries that's me. That's terrifying. <laughs> like I'm how like, are you gonna my remember favorite chapstick in which there, chapstick you had? <laughs> my favorite lotion. Oh my lint cleaner. My emergency perfume. Why are we when such I grandmothers? Need... I'm I'm cracking up. Oh, oh my goodness. We need to do another episode where we talk about how much stuff is in our purse. I think that'd like, be smart. I have two fountain pens and oh, yeah. a mechanical if pencil. If somebody doesn't know mints. this, Catherine loves pens, but I we'll do. have to talk about that in another episode. Um, I do. I love my pens. <laughs> but yes, be smart about your cash and where you put it. Yeah. So somebody um, gave me a little bit of money recently to pay me back for something, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, there's my emergency money right there. I just stuffed it in the back of my yeah, wallet, that's and I'm nice. not going to use it unless I absolutely have to. Mm-hmm. So That's good. You said you were going to talk about paying yourself second. Oh, yes. Yeah. Because we know the principle is you have to, you pay the Lord first. Like you owe the Lord. It's his money. Mm -hmm. He lets us keep 90% of it. Yes, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. So pay the Lord first, but Mm -hmm. big principle. Which is tithing. Which is tithing. Tithing and offering and tithing is really paying the Lord first. Yeah. Yes. And also your pledges. Yes. That is, you owe that. Like that is not an option. Mm -hmm. You do it. And then saving for the future, that is paying yourself second. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that is almost as important as paying the Lord first. Yeah. Because there's, I mean, there's Bible for this. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the wise have, the wise have wealth and luxury, but fools spend whatever they get. Mm-hmm. So if you're wise, you're going to save up for your own future. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. there's lots of, lots of scripture for that. Yeah. And you don't really hear pay yourself second. I always hear pay yourself first. Oh, wow. I all I always hear pay yourself first, not from church people. Yeah, from the world. From the world. Yeah. Um, and it's no fault to them, really. They they just don't know. But yeah. man, it's really satisfying to pay yourself first because, like, oh, I made this money. This is yeah. my money. Right. I can go get something really cool. Yeah. And then you like pay your bills and everything. Yeah. But that's not. No. That's not healthy that's putting it and out not of order. sustainable 
at all. Right. Oh man, you cannot outgive the Lord. No, you can't. I'm so oh, thankful for that. Yeah. I had it's a pretty chart. exciting when I when I um when I taught this like a few years ago. I had this chart that showed like I started giving more, even though I wasn't making more. I started mm-hmm. giving more in, and once I started doing that like my business increased, mm-hmm. like my overall company, our mm-hmm. business seriously increased and the amount of money that I made increased. And I was getting raises that I wasn't expecting. The more that I gave, the mm-hmm. more was given back to me, the more yeah. I was entrusted with. Right. Which is the awesome. more that God trusts you with, the more mm-hmm. he'll give to you. Yeah. Yeah. So what are your, um, personal financial goals? Like um, well, rebuild my savings accounts. Right. Yeah. Um, and actually I have a dentist appointment the first week of February mm-hmm. and then I'll worry about this yeah. stuff because mm-hmm. this is going to empty out in even my spending money. Really? Like it's going to be a lot, a lot of work. I don't yeah, have insurance don't again. Have insurance, yeah. So, and I have a lot of, can you not go on a, can you not go on a payment plan? I can, but they're all done by credit and I don't have credit. Oh, okay. So oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I could, I and mean, that'd be a good way to start, but I don't, I don't want it to start off that way. Yeah. Like, I don't want to start building my credit by paying off dental work. So. Yeah, yeah. 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 I understand. I just don't feel like I'm in a place financially to do that quite yet. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. after after that, yeah, I'm going to be rebuilding. I've already started rebuilding my emergency fund. I'm about halfway there. Right. And I don't, so $1,000 And don't intend on fund. touching that money. Yeah. $1,000 emergency fund. Mm-hmm. And then rebuild my overall savings in general. Yeah. And also pay uh, my mom back for half of my car that she bought. Yeah. Yeah. Your mom's so sweet to do that. That's yeah. awesome. It was awesome. What are yours? Um, well, um, a thousand dollar emergency fund. So these are like short term goals. Like I want, yeah, I want to finish out my emergency fund. I would love to have $500 in every savings account that I have. Oh, awesome. Which is like, it's a, that's difficult. It's very difficult. And then I, I would love to completely pay for my school by myself. So oh, those wow. are like, happening now like I have to do that this year yeah but my long-term goals I really wanted to challenge myself and in and, and I was thinking you know if you make money your idol and mm-hmm. you put so much time and energy into saving money and it, it can be it can become an addiction to saving money it can it can and and, and there's it. there's bible for that mm-hmm. I mean the the servant who hid his coin rather than exactly. going out and investing it and using it for something. Right. It was just like, mm-hmm. wow, this just came to me. It's like when your uncle said when you got your little cute MacBook yes. adorable, yes. like how are you using that for the Lord? Mm-hmm. How are you going to mm-hmm. use your money for the Lord? Exactly. So, exactly. yeah, it's we are we are not to hoard our money mm-hmm. for sure. We mm-hmm. are to use it for something. Right. I love financial goals. I think they're so exciting. and They are. And I don't have any long-term goals, and mm-hmm. I really kind of need to come up with something and write it down. Is there anything but... that you want to purchase in the future? Um, anything big? Anything big. I did just make a big purchase recently um, uh-huh. that was kind of on a whim, but it was something I feel like I needed. I bought myself an iPad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's very cute. But it is. It is. I love it. Very and pretty. I actually got the lower end iPad. This one they marketed for education when it came out in mm-hmm. 2018. And it's. Like, I can actually feel it. Okay, nobody else believes me when they've touched it. Mm-hmm. They said it feels like every other iPad. But I can tell that it's slightly lower-end materials. Like, really? even the aluminum on the back and the screen sort of has a little give to it. But it's it's really for – it's cheaper. And it's for buying 
in bulk like schools do to give to their students. Right. And I kind of like that this green has a little give mm-hmm. because you won't um, like kids mashing on it are yes. not going to break it as easily. <laughs> like, yeah. So, and it's Apple Pencil compatible, which I really wanted mm-hmm. because of Bible quizzing. So there's right. an app that's the score sheet for Bible quizzing mm-hmm. and the little squares are teeny tiny. Mm-hmm. So having the Apple Pencil to like touch the little squares and do stuff with it yeah. is, that's wow, nice. a huge help. So that's what I wanted it for was for Bible quizzing and to store my lead sheets mm-hmm. in for uh, piano. Right. So mm-hmm. that was like the only big purchase on mm-hmm. my, my scope besides mm-hmm. dental work. <laughs> Yeah, and so you're pretty content where you are. Yeah, I really right am. Um, last year, I would have said it would have been a new car because mm-hmm. I could tell, you know, my other car was getting pretty old and mm-hmm. I didn't want anything huge to break on it before mm-hmm. I had the chance to buy a new car. But, um, yeah, <laughs> a dude with a trailer forced my hand on that yeah. one. <laughs> so uh, Yeah, I was thinking about this the other day and I realized that I'll probably have to buy a new car. Yeah. Like pretty soon because yeah. Marshall is pretty old and he's not. Does that make too you great. sad to think of that though? Oh my goodness, I am so depressed about it. <laughs> yeah, it really, it really does. I was very um, attached to my last car. Yeah, I mean Marshall, Marshall was my first car. Aww. Yeah, I, just, I love him so much. Um, but I think so. My dream car, dream car, is a Jeep, an old Jeep, not a new Jeep, two door, soft top, and. I'm going to get one. I have decided. Go ahead. How's your dad feel about that? You know, okay, so he had one whenever he was younger. Oh, okay. That's, okay. It's, so um, he's obviously good with it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, he, uh, him and my mom would go on dates and drive on the beach with oh. doors off and the top down. And, and, he was, and I was like, Dad, I'm going to get a Jeep. And he's like, cool. That's awesome. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I had he's, a friend in He's high excited school. about it. That was her dream car. Uh-huh. So like she wanted an old Jeep and mm-hmm. she got one and it was like the oh. greatest joy of her life was yeah. having this Jeep. I don't really like the new ones at all. I'm like, that's just kind of not my style. Like the, like the. No, they're just boxy cars. Yeah. The like, boxy, like really shiny black and yeah. like big tires. I'm like, I'm not into that. No. Um, but yeah, so I think that's, I think that's like a purchase that I really want to make sometime in my 20s um probably not like probably in the next few years I'll probably have to get a new car and hopefully that'll be the one that I get but yeah that's like something big I want to wow well the reason I asked that is because my pap app would probably never ever allow me to own yeah. one because they I'll tend probably, to roll I'll, yes and he yes. he always wanted me in a safe vehicle like mm-hmm. he gave me a truck his like a hand-me-down truck of his uh-huh. for my first vehicle because I will be bigger than most other things on the road. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. My parents gave me a Volvo, which is the safest mom car out there. So I mean, <laughs> it's built like a tank, so I'm good to go. Um, but yeah, I I think they're I think they're pretty okay with it. I'll definitely have to pay the insurance though. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take oh, that over. Man. Wow. But hopefully it'll go down as I get older. So yeah. it'll be nice. Yeah. Oh, and the thing about insurance on heavier vehicles mm-hmm. is the insurance goes up if it's a larger vehicle, I think. Is is that what it is? It's it's yeah. If it's a weightier vehicle, they categorize it yeah. as either a car or a truck. So okay. if it's beyond a certain weight, it's a truck. My car is like I said, built like a tank. Mm-hmm. It's very heavy. And I'm for certain that it's heavier than a Jeep. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah. Because Jeeps are very light. Yeah. A lot larger than than the tank of a car that I have. <laughs> um, but yeah. 
that's that's just some really cool financial goals that we have for ourselves. What are y'all's financial goals? Anything cool that y'all are looking forward to? Anything cool that you're trying to save for? We'd love to hear about it. Yes. So comment on Instagram. Yeah. Please follow us on Instagram at thriving underscore theory underscore podcast. Um, we try to post there every time we have a new episode. And sometimes we post on our story and ask y'all questions. Y'all go comment what your financial goals are on our newest post about this episode. And if y'all wouldn't mind going to iTunes and rating us, rating our podcast, that makes us more discoverable. Um, and that actually shows us that you like our podcast. Yes. Be nice. And we want to hear your comments. We definitely your do. Your feedback, good and bad. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for joining us today on Thriving Theory. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.